Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Happy post-Thanksgiving, sisters. We are done with Thanksgiving. We are done. It is very sad. I have gained some weight. Yes, they're, the 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 jeans are tight. We've been eating bagels, pizza, blintzes. I mean, it just goes on. I Stuffing, mean. cheese, no pulpo. My dad said he was making me pulpo. There was no pulpo at Shabbat dinner last night. Lots of wine. Lots of wine. Lots of alcohol has been consumed this week. And I, I have just... a dinner party tonight. Like, it's going to continue. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to a brewery today. Who am I? Wait, who are you going to a brewery with? Tali and all our cousins. Okay. <laughs> Thanks Sorry. for the invite. She also didn't invite me. I was like, hey, what are you doing today? What do you She's mean like, all of our oh. cousins? Who else? Taylor, Jesse, Ellie, Tali, like the okay. whole crew. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> really stoked that I was invited to yeah. our family brewery outing. Yeah, it's so unlike us to go to breweries, but... Honestly, I don't want to go to the brewery. I'll let you go. Also, Tali is celiac. What is she going to drink there? Yeah, maybe they have like... Oh, Tali is our cousin, by the way, guys. Yep. Maybe she has... They have like... A gluten-free gluten beer? Oh, yeah. that sounds... You can't pay me to drink that. I mean, let me just t- stick with my Sauvignon Blanc and I we're might good. actually get a Sauvignon Blanc. While I mean, there. that's what I do. I went to a Mexican restaurant and everyone ordered margaritas and I got a Sauvignon Blanc. So I went out the night before Thanksgiving in my hometown where I went to high school in Coronado. And you guys all know I only drink wine or whiskey. And it wasn't a whiskey time of the day yet. So I kept ordering Chardonnays and everyone was making fun of me. And I was just like, guys. This is just the reality, okay? So I was really worried about you because we are mom. We spent Thanksgiving with our mom's side of the family this year. We alternate every year. And we got this big house in La Jolla for everyone to stay at. And mm-hmm. Mads went out the first night we were there. And so I texted her and I said, because Adam wasn't there the first night, I said, come sleep in my bed when you get home because you had to sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. And like, no text message from you. I woke up and you weren't there. And I was like, the Uber murdered her. It wasn't enough of a fear for me to get up and see if you were in the house. <laughs> thanks, thanks for your concern. It was concern. just like this little bit of an anxiety of like, maybe she died last maybe night. Maybe she is in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, you're not wrong because um the my phone was left in the uber (laughs) that's how much of a dab i was okay um but the uber god bless his heart came back and gave me my phone and my single airpod that i dropped (laughs) in the car oh you were drunk with your airpods on now that is a content consumer (laughs) yeah (laughs) that is a content consumer dedicated to content all the time i just have to (laughs) oh my lord (laughs) oh god yeah that was not fun and it was a struggle the next day let me tell you yeah i filmed you just dying on the couch yeah but i you know i rallied last night took an l but tonight we bounced back and then it was thanksgiving and everyone knows that is my favorite holiday it's my favorite meal i don't understand why we don't eat it every single day it doesn't make any sense anyways we had a good time we had a good thanksgiving we had a great time um also we went to shabbat friday night at our dad's house last night and we 
danced up a storm. Yeah, everyone thought we were nuts, but so my dad has our dad has a new girlfriend, and her whole family was there. And one of Mads and I do we blast yeah by Usher and Snoop Dogg and dance like crazy people all around the house. Yeah. I think they enjoyed it. I think they they were jealous of the uh, fun that we have. You know, one thing you and I do is have fun. fun. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, we were dancing like buffoons. We remember at my friend Katie Kai. So my friend Katie Kai had a wedding. Oh, and Katie Kai is like a really cool girl. She's super cool. And all her friends are super cool and trendy and amazing. Yeah. And um, they played for 30 minutes this like Blink-182 series I don't know why it was amazing. And Mads and I just headbanged for an hour. We were jumping up and down, and we were the only ones on the dance floor. Let me tell you, if you want to get a workout, go to a wedding or a bar mitzvah. And don't give a fuck about everyone else. Do not stop moving. Just jump up and down. We were jumping. Schwitz Central last night. We were headbanging with our hair. Oh, it was fun. It was a great time. Yeah. Um, also, side note, I wore the Lonnie the Label jumpsuit. Yours. Finally. The OK Sis co- uh, costume. The OK Sis uniform. And we have influenced, I think, upwards of like 50 people to purchase this jumpsuit. Oh, 100%. Everyone our grandma bought it. My Our grandma bought it. Are you yeah, Serious? I swear to fucking so God, she bought both it. Both my friends that were there on Shabbat bought it. Like, every single person was just... Someone and, else and, just DM'd us asking what so size it was because they're, they're going to buy it. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Cyber Monday, it's probably... The sale is probably still going on. But there are limited quantities because I yeah. text the buyer or the girl who's Guys, in charge of I'm the not, brand. I'm not kidding. I'm not a jumpsuit person. I'm not a full denim outfit person. And this is the sisterhood of the traveling jumpsuit. It fits everybody. Every single body looks good in this jumpsuit. Yeah, guys. And if you don't know, Lonnie the Label is Amanda Stanton's brand. She was on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, This is actually like not even sponsored. We just like are obsessed with this jumpsuit. I know. And we love Amanda. I know. Um, Anyways, also another little highlight I wanted to say is I listened to Nick Bial's podcast with Caitlin Bristow. Oh, my God. When I saw that picture, I was dying. I've been meaning yeah. to listen to it. So How was it? It's amazing. I mean, they spill some well, dirt because they've been like, quote unquote, enemies. Well, I this felt whole like they time. had to be enemies because she was with Sean. And so, so Sean didn't want them to be friends. So that is literally all they talk about. Yeah. Is that the reason she shit on him so much and made him the butt of the joke is because Sean was very insecure insecure and then held a grudge and ultimately that is what broke them apart yeah i don't think he, he could couldn't get over, get over it. it he yeah. couldn't get over the whole show and the drama there so now that she's with jason obviously she's like more free i guess to speak about these things so they kind of cleared the air it was incredible and then he's gonna be on her podcast uh because i think she she um she records her live shows so yeah they, they haven't come out yet but he went to her live show oh cool i can't yeah. i have to listen to you that have podcast to listen yeah to i it. was really stoked that they got together i love a good uh reconciliation yeah a little sex scandal reconciliation oh sex scandal yes i mean it was kind of a, i mean go good for her i know but it was a little bit of a sex scandal i know i'm so ready i'm so ready for peter season i'm just like i'm in it Oh, did you see that Hannah B shows up? Yeah, okay. She comes to give him some advice. You don't think he actually... I know, it's just fun. It's just <laughs> like, what's going to happen? <laughs> Spectrophilance. Dude, I feel like really lonely without Bachelor season. I know. I don't remember it being this much of a drought last year. Like, No, I this feel happens. Deprived. What they do is they like... They'll just do like four seasons in a row and then they have like a four month break. I know, but it's just, it's, yeah, it's really not fun to be deprived of it. 
No, it's not. No. But we're almost there. Couple, yeah, we're almost there. We're al- oh, yeah. God fucking damn it. It's I December. Know. When this comes out, it'll be December. Okay. Also, Anyways. Lola's been really sick the last two days. Lola's my dog. If you don't know and you don't follow her on Instagram, Princess Lola Sobel. 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 Princess Lola Sobel. Um, she hasn't Jeez. been feeling her best. Okay, I don't know what to do with that information. Well, it's sad. Everyone put, bring her in or put her in Okay, like disclaimer, we were sleeping on the bed and I got caught in the sheet and so I yanked the sheet with my foot and Lola went flying and fell on the so hardwood floor. moral of the story is Scout has permanently damaged Lola. I mean, I jumped up she immediately and grabbed damage. her. But I think she's a little shook up from the fall. Oh my God. What did you do to your dog? I was in sleeping and I got caught in the sheets and I yanked it and she went flying. Oh my God. All right. Everyone pray for Lola. Hopefully she doesn't have brain damage from this fall. Yeah. Anyways, um, we have an amazing guest. We have Whitney Eckes. Mm, her yeah. and I have been friends. Is it she and I or her and I? She and I. She and I have been friends for about three years now. She, we actually met. We don't know how we met. I'm going to go back in our DMs and figure it out because she was a guest on my podcast when I had a podcast before OK Sis. And that was mm-hmm. the first time I met her. Like, I don't know, someone told us to connect or something. Right. And ever since then, we've, you know, we've been keeping in contact over the years, but we've really gotten close this year. She has her own podcast under the influence and she runs her own social media and marketing agency. And she just turned 26. I mean, she's a bad oh, fucking she's ass. my age. I didn't even realize. Yeah. She's been running her own company for years. She's yeah. got this gorgeous office in downtown, incredible yeah. clients, and she just spews out knowledge when it comes to the social media sphere. Yeah. She, she gives a lot of hot tips on how to grow an audience and nothing v- annoyingly cheesy like be authentic make yeah. sure you're authentic i fucking hate when people say that yeah me too no she so gave really really good tips so if you're looking to grow your social media and you want to know like what apps you need to download to support your instagram and all that good stuff she answers all those questions she's super knowledgeable and we were on her podcast we sure were so go listen to under the influence and uh, mads and i were there and you've never met when this is the first time you actually I met know. her in person and it was love at first sight it was love at first sight yeah. she's so cute i went to her birthday party last week Okay. It was fun. Okay, you don't care about <laughs> me anymore. Okay, sisters, enjoy. Enjoy. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. 
Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Whitney Eckes is the founder and CEO of Eckes Marketing, a marketing and social media agency. She started Eckes in her early 20s and has since grown the company and works with brands like Harmony Proteins, Franz Skincare, and Alkalate Water. Whitney is also the host of the Under the Influence podcast, where she dives into everything influence in today's digital world. She's your go-to girl for social media, Instagram, and the land of influencers. Without further ado, Whitney. Hi, guys. Welcome. Oh, oh my God. It's <laughs> been a long time coming. I know. Holy shit. Yeah. I, gosh, I, it's been such a long time coming. I've had you guys on the podcast. Yes. Man, that was a while ago. Right when we had just gotten started. And we were yeah. like, can we give any tips on influence <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that it was it was kind of late in the game it no, was like three months ago no was it, it three months it? ago yeah, it, it was like that. last year no, okay, regardless we'll look up, we have the <laughs> okay. receipts but um i want to say that whitney and i met because she, i had a podcast before okay sis and she came yes. on my podcast like three years that ago that was the very first podcast i had ever been on it and i was terrified Aww. and i remember because you legit had like this the like studio. insane studio and i was like Oh my god! Like I don't, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Like I was so nervous. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, now we're expert podcasters. (sighs) Now we're in this dingy loft on the floor. The lights flickering. Kind of love it. I I know. I love the ladder. We're in my office. I have to like this has to be redone. I just put a lot of money into the downstairs, so I'm waiting to redecorate the loft area. I kind of love it. It's cozy up here. Yeah. I almost feel like you need to like put velvet on the walls up here. Oh, that's a good Ooh. idea. Like you just need to make it like all one like monotone color. No. So Kenzie <laughs> Elizabeth in her office, she has these like rolling stone lip wallpaper. And I want to put that somewhere Ooh. in my office, but my, my ceilings are so high. So it's a little overwhelming. So mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe on the loft. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. Okay. I'll figure it out. I feel like we're in a tree house. It's great. Yay. Um, okay. Round of current fixation. Okay. So my current fixation. Yes, we have a secret Facebook group for OK Sis. It's OK Sis Tours with the T-E-R-S in parentheses. But my general current fixation is just secret Facebook groups in general. So I belong to the Skinny Confidential, Sivan Ayla's, the Lady Gang. Oh, Sivan has one? Yeah. And all day, all I do is just go on Facebook and talk to these random chicks and just comment on people's posts. And it's so fun. I Okay, so I'm still trying to get into that phase. My best friend is totally into them. She's like all apart. She just recently found out she's pregnant. And so now she's like all a part of like all the mommy groups and they have some like they're intense over there. Yeah. No, (laughs) it goes deep. It's amazing. It's amazing what these girls disclose. Like these girls will come into these Mm -hmm. groups and air out their dirty laundry in their relationship of what their significant other does. And I'm like, this is crazy that you put this publicly because you don't know who's a member. Okay, so I do have a funny story. Uh, One time I was in, I don't think, I don't know if it was Skinny Confidential or the other one, but someone legit posted, so for feet photos, how do you guys usually, like, uh, receive payment? And I literally commented, like, LOL, is this a real question? Like, what? I'm not kidding. Like, within five seconds, there were 25 comments, PayPal, Stripe, Apple Pay. What do you mean? As in, like, some guy wanted photos of their feet? Yeah, this is the thing, and girls are making money, and... Wait, that's actually not a bad idea. What are you doing? Because (laughs) technically, like, 
technically like if you get a job yeah. no one's gonna be like your feet were on the internet your that boobs are on the internet yes but yes. your feet scout yeah. that requires you to get a pedicure i know my toes are so <laughs> gross right now and whitney's looking at them ew sorry they i'm were staring this, they were this Wow, can't speak. <laughs> they were this gross at Lauren Elizabeth's. Why haven't you gone to the pedicure place? I have shit to do. <laughs> I'm a fucking busy person. Good pedicure Lord. is number one. It is number one. <laughs> I know, and I t- especially because you you refuse to wear boots or closed-toed shoes, so you need to uh, prioritize do you, pedicures. Do you have foot claustrophobia? Yeah, I hate putting on shoes. Mm. I hate it. I wore mm-hmm. sneakers the other day because it was raining. I was like, this is the worst day of my life. This is how you know you're a true San Diegan. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. She's just like true. and yep. That's all she wears. I don't care what my feet look like. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, I love it. Okay, all what's right. yours, man? So, microfixation is something that I actually mentioned on Lauren Elizabeth's podcast when we were on it. Um, this book called My Friend Anna. And Ooh. I am now... You kind of started a revolution. I started a revolution. I am a My Friend Anna evangelist and influencer. I have influenced so many people to purchase this book, and people are up in air. You should get a cut. I know. (laughs) Where's that affiliate code for that fucking book? Essentially, do you know the story about Anna Delvey? I don't. Tell me. Tell me all the things. So she is this con artist that was kind of roaming around New York City. She claimed to be from this Russian billionaire mogul whatever and she came to new york and she was just so i figured out what she was doing with them how she was getting all this money essentially Mm -hmm. what she would do is um deposit no withdraw like twenty thousand dollars from a bank account and then before it could clear she would input it into another bank account it's this it's this term that people do for fraud and she was just doing that over and over before the banks could could catch catch on on. and then so she had all this money Wild. So essentially, this girl, Rachel Williams, she wrote a book because she was her best friend during this whole debacle. And they like went to Morocco on this extravagant vacation and none of Anna's cards were working. And then so the friend like put down her card. She was like, don't charge it. But just like just so we have a working card on file. Of course, they charged it. She gets back to the States, like never pays her back. Wait, don't get and into gets the whole book. Yeah, but I mean, this moly. is this is no, this is. This is knowledge. I know, but I don't have this knowledge. <laughs> okay, but what I'm saying is, like, everyone read, read the cut article, which exposed all of this, but um. you don't hear it from the friend's point of view who really had this yeah. firsthand experience with her. It is fascinating. It reads like Sex in the City, but meets Thriller. Okay, wait, I need to read this. Incredible. I love a good oh, con a, artist. Yes. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And Me so they're too. making a um, a TV show on Netflix with Shonda Rhimes. So like, wow, it's gonna be stellar. So I would just she's recommend. still alive. She's in jail. Yeah. Oh, that poor lady. Uh, I just feel bad for people in jail. Oh, okay. <laughs> it like scares me because I Let, feel like it is I'm on the go record to that Scout feels bad for Anna Delvey. Like that you are going to regret saying that. Okay, well, it was just so funny because Rachel Williams. I've been so I started this revolution. I think yeah. on Instagram because everyone keeps posting it and being like influenced by Maddie Mayo. Da, da, da. Yes, and I keep reposting it and tagging her, and she responds to every single one of my my the author. Shut up. So I'm just like, I, why don't we get her on the podcast? Oh my god, we should. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Let's do this. Fuck. She's in New York. A lot. Like, I need a Q&A session. Yes. No, it's amazing. And she, so she, yeah, she, we, we like DM. I'm like, thanks for sharing your story. And like, thanks so vulnerable. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. I'm like talking to the girl that got conned by Anna Delvey. Interesting. That's, That's amazing. Time. Instagram's a funny Anyways. world. God. 
yeah. love Instagram. So, okay, your Everyone turn. It up. Um, current fixation. Okay, so this was really hard because I feel like I have like seven right now. Um, there's this coconut water. I don't, I'm not a coconut water person. I'm not about it. I've never been about it. There's this coconut water that's changed my life. It's called Harmless Harvest. Hell yeah. Okay, it's pink. Yes. Yes. And they're so smart at their branding because they know no one's going to want to drink a pink coconut water because immediately like your first like initial thought is like sugar, sugar right. sweeteners, Ta- dye or something. Dye. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys know this, but like the way they harvest the coconuts, the actual coconut coconut water is like actually like pink mm-hmm. and it tastes like a fucking warm hug. It's like, so good. I love coconut water. Like, okay. It see, tastes like thick water. Like for some reason, <laughs> it's like thick water it feels so good it is so nourishing, good hydrating and i'm just like i'm so bland and plain like i don't drink soda i'm like can barely get into the collagen water situation that's mm-hmm. happening right now not a juice fan this shit i can't stop buying mm-hmm. so do you want to know a really hot tip about coconut yeah water? tell me go to bon Thai right uh-huh. near my house you can come over we'll walk over there mm. they have a real coconut and they shuck it open and you just drink it straight out of the coconut it's so good oh my god i love it see stuff like that man i mean that and then i have these like new ugg slides you know yeah well one i was gonna comment on those why were those not your current (laughs) big so they're like these fuzzy leopard slippers but then they have a hook around the bag that says ugg it's like ugg spawn con and they're like literally yeah they're they're like to the point where they're like so ugly like the fact (laughs) that they have like rolls to them that they're like almost they have them in other colors yeah the pink ones and they have like this like holiday red color right now too and i'm like do they have them in black Okay, cool. naturally. We're no, good. No, yeah. <laughs> We're good. We only um, I can't things. take them off. I brought them to Europe. I uh, yeah, they're just like a thing. And I feel like being from East County, I'm like the total like broho where I have to have like a pair of uh, like Ugg boots for like every occasion. Oh, no, literally ju- justice <laughs> for Uggs. Mm. Uggs are incredible. I am mm. here to uh, Uggs. The, the Ugg trend will never die in my eyes. Do I wear Uggs about my Uggs? Yes, so my mom me. in high school bought me the Uggs that went up to the knees, the black ones. Mm-hmm. And um, someone was trying to teach me how to ride a bike, but I only had my Uggs because I don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> and I was on the bike and I was going at a downcline or whatever you call it. And I was going too fast and I freaked out. And so he was like, put the brakes on, put the brakes on. And instead I just jumped off the bike because I got scared oh. and the pedal ripped a hole in my Ugg. But no. my mother was like, I fucking just bought those for you. So she took the hole and she had them patch it back in. Uh-huh. So I have a whole, a circle patch <laughs> to this day, eyes. 10 years, 12 years later. You still have these Uggs. I still have these Uggs. You're lying. They're With disgusting. the circle patch. <laughs> they literally look like they're from the garbage. Someone put them in the garbage and scout fished them out. Yeah, and they're great. Dude, Uggs, man. The best. The best. Go wrong. The best. Okay, let's get into you and everything Ekis Marketing. Let's talk about Ekis Marketing. How did you start it? And how old were you? Because you are turning 26. I'm turning 26. Oh, my God. I'm having, like, so many life crises. Okay, well, you're you're so good, girl. You're so young. She's so young. So I don't feel young. I feel like I'm, like, 40 at heart. Well, you know, you've been running like a business a for a soul. few years. Oh, yeah. And man, let me tell you, it fucking ages you. Like, oh, yeah. it's just like, I mean, I mean, look at Barack Obama, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and like the like the Botox, like if you don't have a good Botox situation when you're running a business, like you're fucked. Scow needs to get into the Botox. And you don't? No, I, I <laughs> 
shit. Sorry, I had to. You, you, you set that up really well. I, I cannot. Okay. <laughs> I have admitted that I want to get no, Botox. No, I did too. I'm I want saying, Botox. like, you have mentioned it. Yes, I so have I to. So I just clarified. Okay. Bam. I'm going to yes. do a plug because they're my favorite. Oh, yes. Alchemy. Yeah. Little More Italy, oh, I've go that. go talk to Lindsay. I plug her all the time. She's yes. the, she's honestly a marketing genius. She's fantastic, and she is like she'll she'll hook you guys up. She's the best. Go okay, to Alchemy. Tell me pricing after the podcast. Yeah. Yes, we'll talk. Um. Okay. So talk about Echo's marketing. How old were you? Why yeah. did you start it? Okay. So Echo's marketing was a happy accident. I didn't name name it because I'm a narcissist and I wanted my last name on it. I mean, my agency is Scout's agency. So I mean, we're in good company. no. Keep going. But like Scout is like badass and cute. Echo's is like we don't even know the origin of like <laughs> where we're from. Like we think German, but like no one's sure. Like just found out the other day that like the Echo's like is somehow related to the Putnams when like during like the whole like Salem witch trial situation. Oh, Good. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you know, gone 26 years and Jim Eckes just decided to like lay that one on me. So that's another life crisis we're going through. <laughs> um, Cause I'm like, obs- I've been obsessed with witches since like practical magic and like Anna, you know, or Nicole Kidman and freaking Sandra Bullock and all that fun stuff. So anyway, uh, I guess marketing. I started doing. I started doing marketing with Red Bull when I was in college. I was the Red Bull girl. Um, when I say Red Bull girl, I wasn't the one driving the cars. I was the one planning all the parties, doing all the events, working with the athletes, doing opening up new sales accounts at bars. It was great. It was so much fun. Um, and right at that time, Instagram kind of was like coming to fruition, and it was still like that, like really, really artsy photographer app, and everyone kind of like. It was, like, having that moment, and I think, too, like, Snapchat was, like, really starting to kind of conceptualize. So everyone's still on Facebook. There's, like, the new Snapchat app, and then, like, you have Instagram. And basically, we're, like, how do we get people to show up to these events? Oh, my gosh. Like, let's just, like, blow up Facebook with, like, photos and, like, what we're doing and, like, these cool athletes and, like, all these cool cans and, like, these amazing events. And so from there, I basically kind of after college, I kind of took like an event coordinating job. I worked for Aviator Nation for a little bit. I was actually like their first event coordinator ever hired, which was super fun. Um, And then from that point, took off, graduated college, traveled around Thailand. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. And uh, came back here and landed a hospitality job. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know anything about hospitality, but I know that like I'm always looking at like Instagram or like photos or like Yelp reviews for these like, you know, really cool like hotel bars or hotels, whatever. So from there, I ran 15 accounts in digital marketing. So I did all of their travel ads. I did all their email marketing. Um, We coordinated huge like national campaigns. And it was like honestly like a boys club. And I hated it. I'll never forget, like, I, I don't, I don't, like, want to slander, but I just will, like, never forget that, like, I felt like I was doing so much. And I didn't have my own office. Granted, I had only been working there for, like, less than, like, a full year. And I always sat at the community table. And I was, like, I didn't even have, like, a legitimate, like, office chair. Like, I was sitting at, like, a high rise. Like, imagine, like, a bar chair. Like, just something that's just, like, awful. And I was, like, fuck this. Like, this sucks. And right about that time, um, I'd actually asked my dad. I wanted to take over. We have a family company that's about 74 years old. And I was like, I think I'm ready. Like, just give it to me. Like, I'll, I'll just take it over. Just give it to me. You know? Give like, it to me. This is yeah. succession vibes. Yeah. You know? And my dad's like, fuck no. 
he's like, you've never failed. He's like, in when I, when he when he said fail, like you never like failed in business. You've never failed like doing something on your own. He's like, you've never run a company. It's like you've never run a team. You've never done anything. He's like, no. He's like, if you want something, figure it out. Like either go find a job or start something on your own. So I was like, okay. Um, my dad kind of got sick during that time, so. I was kind of like, okay, well, like, I'm just going to freelance. Like, I'm just going to try this whole managing social media out. And uh, it worked out great. Um, actually, the company that I left turned over five of their accounts and let me continue to run them. And um, from there, I just kept invoicing out as Ekus Marketing, and that's how we got there. Yeah, because I remember you and I went to lunch at Wholesome Coffee, and you were telling me all about these clients. I mean, I was there before you had the office and all this stuff, and so Mm -hmm. you've been a huge inspiration for me for Scout's agency. I mean, literally, if I have a question, I text Whitney because, you know, she's been doing this longer than me. Like, how do I invoice clients, and what (laughs) platform should I use? And I have to have a tough conversation with my client. Mm -hmm. I ask Whitney what to say. So, I mean, it's really cool to see the progression, and now you have a team and a cute office in downtown San Diego. Um, yeah. No, did you want to ask a question? Oh, yeah. Well, so can you tell us specifically what it is you do? Because I know yeah. people throw around digital marketing and they throw oh, around yeah. influence and and the landscape of social and how to implement it. What specifically are the services that you lend? For sure. Okay. So let's just like start with our bread and butter. Okay. Because essentially we do do it all from ad campaigns to billboards to creative media, whatever you need. Our bread and butter is social media. The reason why our bread and butter is social media is because millennials don't like don't react to traditional marketing the way that, you know, our parents reacted. We don't really interact with a billboard unless it's something that's personal to us or giving us some sort of experience, right? I think some of the greatest like ad campaigns are from like Babe Rose or from, you know, the fat Jewish and stuff where they just are funny or whatever. But, you know, we basically take social media and we speak to audiences that understand social media and we work with brands that are wanting that more modern way of communicating and marketing. So um, we do all their content, we do all their audience targeting, everything's organic, so we don't use bots, we don't use any of those weird algorithm, trickery, witchcraft bullshit. Um, and then from there, Lola is the cutest thing ever. Lola, I'm sorry. I just, I, I just have to say, she just is keep saying best. stop. No, keep just, st- just stop and she'll stop. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, and then from there, what we also do is we also, our other kind of like asset or uh, big service we do is influencer marketing hmm. again. So like, we're just seeing this whole new wave of modern communications and modern marketing and I understand it. My team understands it. And so we work with brands to really elevate their business in those platforms. Um, and now, too, we're seeing, like, really huge returns from it. You know, people are shopping on Instagram. People are, um, you know, word of mouth is now primarily via Instagram. Like, think about all the brands or bloggers that you guys DM to each other. So yeah. that's basically what we do. So you mentioned organic growth. You don't use algorithms or bots to grow someone's audience. Mm-hmm what are some tactics like give me some very specific because I I had mentioned this before I never viewed Instagram as a business until we started okay sis and yeah um I had to start looking at it as a business <laughs> and it was such a uh shock for me just the amount of strategy and the consistency and the constant surveillance and maintenance of it and mm-hmm. 
I have so much more respect for people who this is their entire job and this yeah. is something that they that they um, put so much value in and time into. So give me some help because <laughs> I just post, me- I post memes and hope for the best. Um, Which I actually do super well. <laughs> I mean, looking you. at your guys' following, holy shit. Yeah, so I think just... What are some r- tangible steps or tips that people can take to and and okay I'm just gonna say right now please don't say be authentic no I fuck fucking, that <laughs> I can't <laughs> take it anymore I we're all we're all we're all authentic. authentic okay we get Listen, it I yeah so I think honestly like let's let's be real like you need to create an Instagram account that's worth fucking following and this is what I tell brands. Like I've had, I have so many brands come to me and they're like, well, we just did a $20,000 photo shoot and all of our, you know, our resolution size is fucking 20 K. I don't know all this shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. But these photos look medical grade and who your consumer is a millennial that shops at target. Like, come on. Like you need to, like, you need to create a brand that's worth following. And in fact, if I ask both of you guys, I guarantee you can tell me one brand that you know off the cuff that you follow because they have cool content. I can tell you many. Okay. So that's your first step. You Mm -hmm. need to create something that you're excited about and that you love, right? Especially as personal brands, which what we could, let's just consider okay, sis, a personal brand, right? It's a reflection of you guys. Um, You need to create something that's worth following, that you're excited about, that, you know, you know that your friends are also going to be like, this is fucking cool, right? Mm -hmm. Second off, I think that you need to be engaging with your community. And I think you guys can totally attest to this. You know, you need to give them a reason to want to follow you, to want to look at your Instagram every day, whether that's value, whether that's uh, relatability, whether you're selling something or offering a service of some sort, you know, you need to keep them engaged. You need to give them a reason to remember you. I think that's one of the best things that the Skinny Confidential preaches is that every fucking day there's a new beauty product that's sold on Amazon that you can get in two days that she's pimping. Like, that's what makes sense. That's why people love her. And then, you know, too, she's also like, yeah, she's authentic, but she's she's putting on a show, dude. She shows up and she's like, I'm not wearing fucking makeup. Michael's fucking pissing me off. Like now I live in L.A. and I'm pregnant. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you got to You got to show up. So I think like people, are, you know, I mean, there's strategies that we can talk about if you're talking numbers like there's the three two, one strategy of following new followers. I don't even know if how that's how that strategy is doing anymore with all the algorithm changes and stuff like that. But, you know, you need to connect with real people and you need to give them a reason to fucking follow you, whether it's, you know, you know, being, you know, the cool factor, or the value factor. So I think that's like the best tip I have for you guys. Yeah, I think we've we've utilized hashtags. I think that's a really uh, we've seen success there. Yeah. What I don't like about it is. I don't know which hashtag brought the audience because there will be posts that get like 500 likes. Get and a I'm scheduler. Like, I'm like, fuck, I don't know which which hashtag it was and I'll use it every time if I knew. No, okay, so get a scheduler. Like, okay. for example, my favorite, I think I've told you guys this is later. Um, it's free. Mm. And uh, you don't necessarily need to schedule out your posts. I feel like scheduling out posts and stuff is more for like me. It's more for like curating more like brand feeds and doing campaigns and stuff, which totally use if you guys need. Right. Um, but again, that personal brand aspect, I think you guys do well when it's like you or the meme and like it's just raw and real. Sure. Um, but download the scheduler because it gives you analytics. 
So it pulls analytics and it's going to say, hey, listen, you know, this hashtag seemed to have had the most clicks. It has the most reactions. Okay. I need Um, that. The other thing, too, is I don't know if you guys follow hashtags. Like, I follow hashtags. I love them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fun. Yeah. Um, So, like, one of the things I was noticing was, like, bloggers actually are starting to, like, niche down in their area code with, like, we have, like, I think we have, like, I don't even know. We have like a hundred San Diego blogger hashtags and stuff. Hmm. So all these bloggers and stuff are like, um, you know, they're following them and then brands start following them. There's even this one that's been trending for a while called discover under a hundred K. Oh, interesting. That's smart. And it's so cool because you see all these amazing like micro influencers that are freaking killing it and cute. And if you too, if you're like, you know, if you're a brand or, you know, you're smaller, you don't have those marketing dollars, but you want some influencer marketing, you're going to go freaking slide into those DMs. And there you go. Like it's, it's awesome. So yeah, I I would for sure. Hashtags are, it's interesting because hashtags kind of weren't doing well for a while. Mm. And with the recent changes and everything, it seems like now they're really coming back into play and they're really kind of strategic in the way that they're bringing audiences. Yeah, there's a lot of exposure. Okay, so download later. That's a good one. What are some other apps that you use to support your Instagram? Always a preview app. I mean, I'm sure everyone has said that before, right? Preview your feed, make it cute. Mm. Remember that, you know, it used to be people would spend 30 seconds on your page before deciding whether or not to follow you. Now I believe it's down to like two seconds. Oh yeah. I was going to say, what I can, are, what I are can some assess good? real quick. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. What Other are some, what are some of those? I like snug. I feel uh, like I've used snug. Snug has been acting super weird lately. Again, it could be with all the updates. I've been using this one called preview now. Oh, just preview. Yeah. See the little grid. It's like the rainbow okay, grid down cool. the bottom. Preview. Okay. Um, I like that one. I like that one the best. Yeah, I would say another app to leverage would be, um, oh gosh, I just had one. Let's but see. later in preview. Later in preview, those two. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to like, yeah, let's let's just stick to those Later two. in preview. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's funny how you need like all these apps to support one app. It's yeah, fucking nuts. It's and then you have all your control. presets, which mm-hmm. yours is a bank worth looking into. Oh, um, presets. You should see her. Pre- it's that. ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I got like a hundred. Yeah. She literally has a hundred. I invest in presets. Really? Wait, which ones yeah. are the best? Do you make um, your own? Okay. So I will say this. Another local San Diego girl that got me into presets because I was super against it. Me I was like, too. Viesco all the way. Um, was Fashion Lush. She's been on the pod. We love her. Yes. Fashion Lush. Dude, she yeah. has some good, good presets. And I want to say, is it, it might be somebody else that I'm thinking of, but it was either her or somebody else. They'll make you like a custom preset. Like they'll like, they'll oh, spend, sick. yeah, they'll nice. spend time with you and be like, hey, like I really love like, you know, this like over like white saturated, like kind of like dusty situation. They'll make it happen. That's Wow, that's such a good revenue, a new, a another new revenue, revenue stream yeah. for them. Okay, I want to talk about so the good. algorithm because there's so yeah. many people on Instagram being like, the algorithm sucks, you're not seeing my posts. And then there's the people who have really high engagement who are like, don't blame it on the algorithm. I'm like, bitch, you have like mm-hmm. a lot of follow. you know what I mean? Kylie fucking Jenner. You're Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner. So w- what's your take on the algorithm? Do you believe that it actually has an effect on people seeing your posts and how do you get around that? Absolutely. I think there's a lot of factors into the algorithm. I mean, here's the other thing too, you guys, we got to also understand that like Instagram has over, what is it? 
a billion, I think they're over the billion mark now in users or something. Like imagine all that content and that constant activity. Of course, the algorithm is going to affect whether or not your post is seen. Now, the other thing I think people forget about something called a trust score. Okay. A trust score is something that in I, the details of it again are a little, little cloudy just because I don't think they fully release everything that goes into a trust score, but essentially it has a, you know, you're, it's impacted by if you buy fake followers, how many legitimate accounts are following you back, how many people are legitimately interacting with you in the DMs to your story, saving your posts, sending your posts, commenting. So you got to play, I mean, you got to imagine all, all this activity is going on in this platform and, you know, they're going to they're going to send up spikes when something trends. You know, that's the way the Internet works. That's how viral. What do they call it? Virality. Virality. Right. You know, that's how that works. Sure. So I don't I, you know, I think I don't know necessarily about the shadow banning. Again, I think if you're seeing an influx of views and things like that, you know, it could be testing and tweaking. The other thing is, too, is that Instagram rolls out test programs to not everyone. They roll them out to specific Instagram accounts. So your Instagram account, you know, for example, we just went to an influencer uh, kind of event the other night for one of my girlfriends. And two of the, I believe two of the influencers on the panel didn't, their likes are gone, right? Or, oh, already? Yeah, they're yeah. gone. No Sivans is, yeah. yeah. Really? So those, you know, so that's to say, you know, like, you know, in mine, I've been on there since, God, like, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. You know, so my yeah. Instagram account's super old. Um, but I haven't, you know, I'm also too, I'm either like the first person to receive an update or like the very last. Wait, so when they take away likes, can, so Sivan, past guest, they took away her likes. Can she still see? I believe that's what they're saying. I believe you can still see the likes. I was just on her profile and I saw likes. Yeah. Because you can still see likes. She can't? I don't, I don't really know. I, yeah, I, just saw, I know. I think I that's it. I just saw a thing on her story and she was like, what are you guys seeing? I see something. Or maybe she's looking at other people's likes and it says this person and a thousand others. Oh, so you and can't thousands see of Interesting. Others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I kind of like it. How, Honestly, how are brands going to figure out how to monetize and pay influencers? I mean, you still, here's the thing. If you're an influencer, you got to move that needle. There's a reason why we started doing discount codes and affiliate things and things like that. You know, so I mean, you're, it's just all goes back to that advertising kind of fundamental, right? Whether or not you can sell a product or whether or not you can send people to go purchase it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to come more to fruition than just brand awareness, which I think Mm. we've gotten so caught up with influencers because we're pitching and, you know, promising awareness when in reality, you know, we do this thing called a CPM, right? So it's essentially like your cost per view in a very, very yeah, shortcutted way of explaining it. Yeah, we've start, we've dabbled in that for podcasting ads and things. Totally. Cost per million. Or, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thousand. Yeah. Totally, right? So I think what now we're seeing is, you know, we're the, the cream of the crop is going to kind of just rise to the top mm. of, you know, who's really going to bring out, you know, the sales, you know, who's going to really bring out the audiences, um, and that's not to say that like micros are people that have purchased fake followers because, you know, like shit happens. And I understand there's a lot of bloggers out there, too, that are very big right now that have purchased a lot of fake accounts. So that was the strategy, too, back in the day. You know, you supplement your account to continue growing. And that was before all this craziness started really happening. 
Um, so there's no shame in the game. Like, you know, everyone's done it. And trust me, I've done every fucking strategy possible. Like, I will tell you, I've fought bots. I've fought fake followers. I've done it all. So anyway, all that to say is I think that we're just really going to see, you know, brands say, okay, looking for more ambassadors and for people that are really going to help move their product versus just that awareness factor. Mm. That's really interesting. Isn't it crazy <laughs> that influencers are like glorified salespeople? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, so they are. I always yeah. think about this. They're I'm glamorous like, salespeople. I'm like, you yeah. guys are literal salespeople. Like, 100%. You need to be a fucking salesperson Wait, to be you an think influencer. we're starting to be? Nope. I know. I'm not I'm not critiquing it. I'm just saying, like, do you think that did we all like <laughs> foresee this? Like it no, all started no. with just like bloggers honestly giving their opinion and then people are like, Oh, yeah. we should get paid for this, and then oh, let me yeah. Get sugar bear hair and not take it mm-hmm. and sell it. Like it's just wild the way that it's, you know, Dude. exploded. Um I okay, so we're talking about Instagram mm-hmm. a lot solely, but what other platforms platforms are you foreseeing are gonna be huge or currently you like that people are missing oh, out on? Yeah, get on TikTok. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I yes. know. I'm on TikTok, bitch. Okay, listen, I don't understand. I it. don't dance. Dude. I do dance. Honey, I dance great. But listen, I I'm I'm right there with you. Okay, I think it's a glorified vine. Of course. That's right? exactly what it is. Okay. But here's the thing. You are now seeing, which is really, really cool to be in our time, because I honestly think everyone's like, ah, oh, it's like a fucking shit time to be alive. But honestly, it's really fucking cool because we have Agreed. so many access to so many different types of people. Right. I think you're going to see uh, a categorization of people via social media. And I think it's really cool. And I, I'm, this is what I think is coming. You're going to see TikTok kind of have this rise in comedy and the younger generation and people that are really, really into video. Um, I still don't think YouTube has had its moment yet. I'm still waiting for it to come to and have its like legitimate moment. But I also have a cousin where all he does is talk about Duramax trucks and he's over 100,000 and following. And he makes a couple good solid. I don't want to say how much he makes some good money off just YouTube. So he's also like very niche, right? Um, so I just think that we're gonna see like just people really like find their homes in their own social media platforms. I still think Pinterest is fucking amazing. Mm. I think it's, it's really good for driving traffic, dude. It's the best. Like w- the other day, I went on and looked at Ekis Marketing's Pinterest board, and we had like a thousand followers or like a thousand circulating like people. Dude, that happened to us too, and we didn't even use it. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. What, okay, sis. No, Scott's agency. Oh, I was like, but, we don't have any followers. But on you're Pinterest. posting content, and it's just you know it's cool to see the way that everything's moving. Um, just don't mind that. Just the pipes. The pipes like just have water <laughs> in them the randomly. It's, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Us in the treehouse. I have a very I nice office for the record, guys. It's yeah, just very we're, industrial. We're like making no, it no, seem no. like a shit hole. It is. It is fucking beautiful. Yeah, and I'm going to totally go hit up that holistic shop after this. Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yes. Mention OKSIS okay, and you'll get a percentage off. Oh, hell yes. Um. So, yeah, I think TikTok. Um, I'm still waiting. I really want, you know, I really want a couple new social medias to hit hit the ground running. Um, I still think that there's something to be had with music. You know, I think Spot Spotify really started cultivating that, and I want to see something else really come to the light of that. Um, Where I, do you see podcasts in all of this? Because I'm, I struggle yeah. with is podcast a social media platform? I think so. Yeah. You're harnessing a community. Yeah. But you're not directly engaging with the person like we can't even comment on our reviews i know if reviews had comments 
that would, would be, be a rad. social media. If the iTunes podcast app had comments, holy instant. shit, we wouldn't need an Instagram. Instagram. At iTunes, listen up. At iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some royalties. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's what insane. it's missing. It's the yeah. communication. I literally factor. Just, I was like, oh, yeah. let's like respond, and then we like couldn't. I'm like, wait. Also, can I just point out that someone called us BDE today? Do you know what that is? Big dick energy. Yeah, they said we have BD. 100%. Oh, my God. That is very accurate. I don't think. Okay, just I just had to say I know that. No, Um, no, no, no. Well, I don't think Scout does. Do I have big vagina energy? (laughs) No. I I like that. Yeah, big vagina. Yeah. BVE. Let's take it back. BVE. BVE, bitches. Love it. Hashtag BVE. (laughs) (laughs) Trend it, guys. Let's trend it. Oh, wait. I want to talk about your podcast. Yes. (sighs) Under the Influence. Yes. Tell me about it. Let's talk about Um, it. Okay. So here's the thing. I feel like Under the Influence was like this very like selfish organization that I like. It was selfish from the start, like from what I wanted to do. I wanted to get in with influencers and I essentially wanted a platform for which uh brand i could connect brands to influencers and therefore too i could also learn their craft um so i feel like people jokingly like oh like what's your grams kind of like an influencer account it's not i've just i feel like i've understood the craft and i understand where they're coming from and i love it i think influencing is great so we started a podcast called under the influence podcast and it's I feel like I I love it so much because it's constantly evolving. Like, so when we first started out, it was to inspire and empower a positive impact upon our community, right? And community being San Diego, the people that I think would just kind of listen. I didn't even know if anyone was going to listen. And um, from there, the more I spoke with brands and CEOs and influencers, the more I realized that this whole influencer world is still being navigated like we're still navigating through all of this whether it's mental health which me and you have talked about so many times or it's brands or it's monetizing or it's how now you know we have more people that are employed by themselves currently than ever in history you know it's so interesting now that we're breaking down business and it's becoming so independent so i think that it's so that's basically what under, under the influence is, is about it's talking about influence it's talking about social media it's talking about your brands what we're doing in this modern day um so yeah and now we're we're actually kind of revamping it a little bit and kind of making it a little bit different one of the things i noticed was that i feel like i'm so busy with the agency that I wasn't showing it enough attention and I really do love it and I really do love my guests and if you guys ever want like a great way to network with someone go to go start a fucking podcast totally 100% because you meet the best 100%. people 100%. we say this all the time it has been the greatest excuse to just like <laughs> reach out to our girl crushes and talk to them like 100 percent. like you what other they would never other? go to coffee with us but yeah. they will yeah, come on our podcast be like hi i really admire you like can i take you out for an hour lunch of no. your day no no but get them on a fucking podcast yeah. and become their best friend dude exactly. i fell in love with krista williams because of yes. that whole situation and dude she is just she's my girl crush day in day out i fucking love her um, I met my mentor, Sarah Brooks from Covet PR, who fucking kills it in the PR world. Um, everybody. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's basically what our that's basically what our podcast is about. Like I said, we are revamping it, meaning that I was kind of turning and burning out these episodes and I really wasn't showing them the love that they deserved. And I don't feel like I was marketing it correctly for our audience to really kind of really showcase 
these amazing episodes that I have. So what we're doing is we are kind of taking now episodes and we want to make them more of an experience. We want to kind of do maybe an event around one of them or do a live one or, you know, video one of them. So the uh, we just recently launched a YouTube channel and on it, there's a couple videos where like we went to the Cotto and did a tour and then sat down and interviewed them and it's all filmed. Um, we Very did cool. love that. Yeah, we did a live podcast event for our fiftieth with Erin Fader. I mean, her release. You were there. We released we're a dream club. I know. Oh God, you look so good in blue, girl. Thanks. It was like a bright blue. Oh yeah. I Shout out to Sorrel. Love you, Sorrel. It was like a cobalt, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, it was bright. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa's life was made that night. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. Amazing. I love the like revitalization yeah. of these platforms that you're kind of focusing on. That's, I mean, that's smart because you need to get ahead of it. Well, and, and it's just more me. Yeah, like, I'm make just it not. You, yeah, make it for you. I'm you not and consistent. Your brand. I don't have a fucking schedule. I showed up late today. Like that's <laughs> just that's Winniakis. Like I wish I had my shit together to be completely honest so you're self-aware that's good I'm (laughs) very um probably too much so but yeah so I think I just want to I just want to make it a little bit more meaningful and you know and if we're not turning and burning out an episode every week I don't care I want people to hone in on the episodes that have this amazing quality to them so podcast yes um it will still be consistent obviously but it's just getting getting a little little makeover amazing so something i think is a good way for us to transition into the end is we're talking a lot about social media we're talking a lot about influence and the constant of it all and the flow and just keeping up face holy shit everything yeah and I kind of hate this question when people say, like, how do you find balance? Or, like, mm-hmm. what do you do for self-care? But it's just more so, how do you preserve oh, your selfhood mm-hmm. and also make sure sh- this is your entire, this is your job. And yeah. I feel a lot of, you know, as I mentioned, like, somewhat running a business account now mm-hmm. on Instagram, <laughs> I do feel the pressure of being on and making sure we're engaging mm-hmm. with every single thing and every post that comes through and a feed and commenting and, and on and on and on. Yeah. It's exhausting. Totally. And you feel like you're going to get, you're going to get lost or you're going to get behind if you're not again, that, that constant maintenance. Yeah. So how do you deal with it? How do I deal with yeah. it? Yeah. Both on the personal level, but then, but then on a company wide level with brands, like do you tell them, you need to be posting every fucking day on the weekends. You need to be on it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, do you advise that? No. Okay. I don't. That's why we have schedulers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be completely honest, it takes a lot of middle fingers. Like, to just be very frank. Um, I feel like it's it's draining. Anyone on my team can tell you that. Um, you know, it's exhausting when we hear of a new trend, when we read TechCrunch and we hear about Facebook you know, it's hard to explain the movement of this industry to a business owner that, you know, is investing so much money in us and wants to see an immediate ROI because that's what he's always seen throughout his business. And he doesn't quite understand social media. Dude, it's fuck. It sucks. Like, it's hard. It's really hard. I shouldn't say it sucks. I fucking love it. I wouldn't change my job for anything. Right. No, but it's hard. It's hard to convince people when they've been so set in their ways and they don't see that immediate. They don't understand the longevity of it. And And they don't understand, too, that this whole realm is so new to our generation and to to everybody, to just the the culture of everything. So um, how do I balance? 
Number one, I'm a huge, huge person with like putting on your blinders and like setting goals for yourself. So when I say that, like in business, like it's really hard for me not to like see an event happen and be like, fuck, why didn't I throw an event? Or to see a client announce that they just signed with this amazing art marketing agency. And I'm like, what the fuck am I missing? So, you know, and even down to influencers, like, you know, everyone gets a little jealous when someone lands a fucking amazing brand deal. And you're like, why? Like, how do I get there? Like, what am I not doing my pitches? Or why is my following not high enough? Like all those things really impact you. And it's hard. Um, so I'm, I'm a big fan of like putting on your blinders, hit that unfollow button, hit that mute button. Yes, like we're all yes. about the unfollow movement, dude, like it's okay. It's fine. And if you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, hit the mute button, let them know, blame it on the fucking algorithm, lie, whatever, take care of yourself. Like I don't give yeah. a shit. So like, I, I think number one, that's, that's huge. I think number two, um, I'm very big on like the comparison mindset. Obviously I kind of talked about that, right? Like when I see something else happen, immediately kind of turn that negative energy back on myself. And it does, it does light a fire under my ass. And I will say that's it. That is something that motivates me. But at the end of the day too, I can't beat myself up and I can't hate myself for those types of things. So I'm huge on achievements. I love writing down goals. I love saying, yeah, I fucking did this. I did that. I love looking back like um, every quarter I have this notebook where I write out like all the things I have achieved for the business or for myself in that quarter. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. a really good tip. Yeah. Really needed. So it's cool because then you're like, wait a minute, like I am a fucking badass. I'm just judging myself based on what other people are doing and that's not fucking okay. Yeah. It's not productive. Like, yes, I understand what you're saying about the fueling and, and, mm-hmm. and a little bit needs to be there, but there's a lot of diminishing returns on, on that front. Totally. Like literally you, you get debilitated by it. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, we talked about this before, you know, we obviously we love business podcasts and listen and reading business books and they're supposed to uplift you. But sometimes they make okay. me <laughs> want to die because let's, they're let's like, talk th- about they're, this reminding, is like a new, they're reminding yeah. me of where I'm not. Mm-hmm. They are telling me things where I'm just like, that's not going to work for me. I don't foresee that. Or, yeah, but you have to do stuff like so I listened to Skinny Confidential a lot and she was really preaching this whole idea of like not looking at your phone for the first hour of the day Mm -hmm. and you should do this 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 and this and I was like oh my god okay and then I realized like that doesn't work for me what works for me is waking up and literally looking at my phone the minute I wake up because my brain when I wake Mm -hmm. up is so intense Mm -hmm. that I need to get all that energy out of my brain and into the day and start it immediately and that's amazing and that's how I am yeah I put my phone away at night because that works for me so it's like you have to listen to these people and and don't feel bad if that doesn't work for you and don't feel bad if you don't need a 30-step regimen throughout your day to be sane yes god I am so fucking over the morning routine like I'm sorry I like I I just I can't I don't like I wish I was that person that could go run 72 miles and then jot down 27 pages of journal time and meditate and burn some Palo Santo that's not fucking me that's not how I work you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah but yeah I think yeah I mean it's just it's this whole thing is like you have to do exactly what you just said and it's like what works for you and I think too it's like listen to listen to you like you know how they tell you like listen to your body like health wise yeah listen to like your heart and your soul and like what actually gets you excited like and trust me like I'm experiencing right now like the end of the year for us and you can ask any PR agency or marketing agency is the worst 
You're either lining up clients for 2020, you're saying goodbye to clients, or it's just fucking stagnant. Like it is the hardest season right now. And it is so hard for me to be like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta get motivated for 2020. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm fucking tired of 2019. Like I am so exhausted. I need a break. And I was trying to push myself into this corner of like goal setting. And finally I was like, no, like I'm going to go into 2020 and like, I'm going to do the things that I love, but I'm going to give myself a break for the rest of this year yeah. and just like ride it out and enjoy. Yeah. The, I think we need to unlearn the shame that is associated. I think that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. At least something that I, I feel very exhausted by is yeah. this looping of shame and judgment oh when God, I'm not yeah. doing something or when I'm not, or when I go off course of mm-hmm. what I quote unquote know is good for me. It just needs to stop. Like it yeah. really needs to stop. This I'm so conflicted with this conversation because there's also an, an an additional layer for me in the sense that if I don't do certain things in my life with my mental health, like my life mm-hmm. could go to shit. So there's so many things that I literally you have, have to, to do, do have every to single day to make sure that I'm on top of my mental health. So as much as some days I'm like, I don't fucking want to do this routine. I know if I don't do, if I don't meditate every night and if I don't do my nightly routine, right. like I'm f- like mentally with my bipolar disorder, not going to have, like if I don't get this much sleep, if I don't do this, like, so I get really annoyed because part of me just wants to be and do these things. And then the other part of me is like, well, I have to do these things or else, or else uh, the, right. the other option is, is yeah, not like you're, you're not a functioning human being. Yeah. Right. But what I think, I mean, you have a very specific case definitely, but what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to come to terms with is we're all so multifaceted. We're not just this one thing. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard for me to come by because I have this side of me that's very regimented and very mm-hmm. like productive and <laughs> wants to be a businesswoman. And, wants to be student, and then there's the other side that's like, fuck yeah, let's go out. Let's sleep in. <laughs> let's, you know, and they're polar opposites. You and really do. Conflict. You really do battle between polar opposites. Mads there's during no the weekday versus yeah. Mads during the weekend are two completely different and people. I <laughs> think I'm just trying to like neutralize these and not change them or shame them or judge them, but just be like, let's bring it down. Like, yeah, we don't, need, we don't because when I go off course on this side, I shame myself for this side. And then this, side, it's like, a fucking ping pong ball. <laughs> and it's just exo- that I end up just like burnt out and falling and just wait. So <laughs> I think that's a big, a big thing It's mm-hmm. like w- first step is like being aware that there are different sides to you and totally. there's different days and some days you're going to fucking kill it. And some days you're not. And that is okay. Like and literally we need to stop shaming. Dude. And I, I want to touch on something that you guys brought up real quick. The whole information overload of like sur- like a year you should be consuming like seven books a year or whatever shit it is like fuck that like yes you need to be educating yourself in your craft yeah. you need to but if it gets to a point where like again that's not how you learn or you find your value in other things like some people love conferences mm-hmm. some people love networking some people love having a podcast where they that's where they harness their value or where that's where they gather and their value research and ed- yeah. yeah and like also too like there are times where like i don't i listen to true crime podcasts because i can't fucking handle another thing about business like i agree you know, yeah. and so I think that's okay. It's okay that like, not ever. I I don't know. I almost like like I almost like go back to like you know, it's like that like 
past trauma of like high school where you like see like the nerd in the corner and you're like oh my god I wish I was you I wish I could just do what you do and be this overachiever and like mm-hmm. just you know get straight A's and stuff like that and not care and not care yeah. and be able and have it s- come so easy to you like remember too like yeah like we, we all learn in different ways we all accept things differently and so it's just like you said, it's, it's listening to yourself and being okay with it and knowing that, you know, you can be different and still be a success. Right. Absolutely. Amen. Wow. What a great way to end. (laughs) That was perfect. We we didn't even have to like skate around to get the last slide. (laughs) The last segment. I think I found my uh, preview segment for our Instagram. Woo. Loved when that happened. So naturally and organically. So naturally. Sometimes I surprise myself, you guys. (laughs) Before we leave, I just want to say you're amazing. I look up to you. You're a huge boss, bitch, babe, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. (laughs) And I'm just grateful that you are in my life. Oh, I love you, Scout. And it's your birthday tomorrow. It's my birthday. She's turning the ripe age of 26. The ripe, supple age of 26. Supple age. Oh my god, that's my year. that's okay, my where, word for the year. Where can everyone find you so they can wish you happy birthday? Oh, I would love that. Uh, okay, so my personal Instagram handle is at uh, wit underscore Instagram. Um, I, I thought it was so clever in high school. It's so great. It's great. Um, you can find us at Ekis Marketing. Ekis is spelled E C K I S. It's pronounced like a wet kiss. So don't oh. say Ekis, please. It pisses me right off. A uh, wet kiss. <laughs> A wet kiss. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Um, and uh, you can find us. You can find our podcast on Apple or Spotify for Under the Influence Podcast with Whitney Yakis. And then you can find our Instagram called uh, called or at the Influence Movement. Movement spelled M V N T. Yeah, and all that will be linked yes. in the show notes. And you can follow us at OK Says Podcast on Instagram if you're not doing that already. Or Twitter. Okay, fuck Twitter. <laughs> Bye, sisters. <laughs>